0: Amen. Open your Bible this morning just for a few moments, if you would, to the book of Acts. I am a proud Canadian. I've been accused of being American, and I have nothing against Americans, but I'm a proud Canadian. And I'm proud of our Christian heritage that we have here in this country that men like that fought to preserve. And I'm thankful to be able to stand in a Bible-believing church and practice my faith this morning. You know, in the foundation of our nation... God was recognized and if you've ever visited parliament building in Ottawa you know that this is true because everywhere you go in that place there's scripture. When you walk through the grand entrance it says and he shall have dominion from sea to shining sea. If you go up to the peace tower and look on the peace bell it says and his name shall be called wonderful, counselor, everlasting father, prince of peace and uh, you just walk through there and there's so much imagery and so many verses in fact Samuel Tilley made the recommendation during at the time of confederation that Canada be named the Dominion of Canada because he wanted God to be recognized in our country and in fact there's another verse to our national anthem that goes like this it says ruler supreme who heareth humble prayer Hold our dominion in Thy loving care. Help us to find, O oh God, in Thee a lasting, rich reward, and keep us till that better day we ever stand on guard. And of course we know what that better day is, amen? The Bible says righteousness exalted the nation. And uh, it's sad to see our country has fallen away so quickly from the foundations and yet there are people that remain in our country, such as the folks of Bethel Baptist Church here in Simcoe that can maintain the righteousness that this country was founded on. Here in the book of Acts, if you look with me in chapter number 20, Paul makes a very profound statement here, and I want to give this as a challenge to you this morning. Man, I'll tell you, when we look at a video like that of a, of a soldier who fought, truly fought to preserve our freedoms, man, I don't know about you, but my emotions are really stirred, and I, I salute all those that served for our country and uh, you know, as those served overseas, there are as many left here also that worked and served to provide for the needs that they had overseas. And I'm so thankful to live in this country. We are blessed here in this country. We're still blessed to be Canadians. I'd rather be uh, here in this country than anywhere else in the world. And uh, and Paul says here in uh, Acts chapter 20, if you look with me in verse number 24. He says, but none of these things move me. Neither count on my life, dear, unto myself. And as I was listening to this soldier speak of, you know, getting dropped off in the boat too far from shore and jumping into the water and trying to carry those supplies to shore, I think that that's probably what they would say. Neither count I my, my, uh, my life, dear, unto myself. We know that the Bible says greater love hath no man than this, than a man would lay down his life for his friend. And that is a great, great sacrifice. Paul said, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy, and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God." And now behold, I know that ye all among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God shall see my face no more. Wherefore, I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. Paul faced a lot of hardship in his ministry, just like these soldiers faced much hardship But you know, of all these things, Paul said, none of these things move me. And you know what, I can't imagine the terrors of war that were seen by some of these soldiers and yet still they soldiered on. Still they fought on, still they sought after the prize. Still they went forward. And if anything is needed of the church of God as we remember today, on this day, Remembrance Day, of all those that sought for our nation's freedom, It ought to be impressed upon our hearts that there is a great demand for a Christian soldier who will endure hardness as a good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ, who will stand fast, who will go into battle with weapons that are not carnal like those of this world, but will will go forward in strength and in the power of God to move mountains for the Lord. And we're reminded here that Paul says, none of these things move me. None of the hardship which I face, none of the things that I will face, none of these things will move me. We notice in verse number 19, if you go back just a little bit, he says, serving the Lord with all humility of mind and with many tears and temptations which befell me by the lying in wait of the Jews. You notice that Paul was not moved by sorrow. Sure, he had opportunity to shed many tears. He'd suffered great hardship, and yet he said, sorrow will not move me. And you know, in my heart as a Christian soldier, there's sorrow in my heart. I think of some that we've left behind. I think of some that are no longer with us. I think of some that have passed on to heaven's shores. And although we sorrow, we don't sorrow as others that have no hope, amen. And these things should not move us. I remember uh, I was in September 9th of 1999. My grandfather passed away. And that was a a life-changing thing. We were very close. And that was a life-changing thing. And I remember standing there by his graveside and saying to the Lord, God, why did this have to happen? He was a faithful preacher. And why was it him that you chose to take? But yet in all that sorrow, none of these things moved me. Amen. We must go forward as a good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ, unmoved by the sorrows. There was countless, I was reading some history and I can't recall it right off the top of my head, but how many soldiers perished on D-Day and yet those that survived still with bravery and with courage marched on and soldiered on and won a great victory. None of these things moved me. He was not moved by his sorrow. Also in verse 19, it says, with many tears. He says, also with many temptations, many snares along the way. That song says, toils and snares, I've already come. Amen, there's all kinds of snares on the way for a Christian, all kinds of pitfalls, all kinds of things to slow us down and to hinder us in this race that we run as Christians. But none of these things should move us. Amen. People will attempt to lure you. Trouble will come your way, amen? But thank God we have a God that we can turn to and carry on still, amen? Not moved by the snares, not moved by the opposition of the enemy, still with the prize in sight, still with the goal in mind, we soldier on, onward Christian soldiers marching unto war. And if ever there was a time to fight, it's now, If ever we want to preserve what righteousness our nation has left, it's today that we need men and women of God to stand with boldness and courage and bravery for our country's sake. Just as these great soldiers did for us in times past. You notice in verse 22, he says, And now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there. You notice that Paul was not moved by his shackles. He was not moved by the things that sought to bound him and and bind him. And you know, even though we face a lot of opposition in our country today from our government, we do, we face a lot of opposition, yet still, as tightly as the rules come and as, as strict as the government may try and prohibit us, still we can soldier on. Amen. Why? We have the greatest soldier of all time, for our example, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The Bible says, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross. Boy, what inspiration. What inspiration, and although the Roman chains bound our Lord, and although they placed the Roman cross on his back, he marched as a good soldier down the Via Rosa to the hill called Calvary, and there they crucified him, and what they thought they had bound to a grave set the whole world free. What a soldier. The shackles that this world would place upon him could not defeat him. Paul was not moved by the shackles that bound him. Dear friend, in verse 23, the Bible says, Save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. Down in verse 27, he says, For I, in all of this, I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. He was not moved by his suffering. My, how sometimes we see people suffer and, and to, to hear these soldiers just to think of the suffering that they must have seen and must have gone through even on their own. But yet Paul here, even in his suffering, even in the bonds and afflictions that he had, you know what he said? None of these things move me. Now, I know as Baptists this morning, we sing that song, I shall not be moved, and that means I will not move my hand up, and I will not move. You know, I know all that, but you know what? As a good soldier of the Lord Jesus Christ, with all the storms of life raging around, none of these things should move us. None of these things should move us. Paul said, not in my suffering, not in my sorrows, None of none of the snares, none of the shackles that would seek to bind me, none of these things will move me. And folks, you know what we need to be? If you look in First Corinthians chapter fifteen. First Corinthians chapter fifteen. Verse number fifty eight. The Bible says, therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. If we could speak to the soldiers this morning, we would say, your labor's have not been in vain. But Christian soldier, the labor that's done for the Lord is not in vain. Be steadfast. Be unmovable. Be always abounding in the work of the Lord. In verse number 20, back in in Acts, Acts chapter 20, verse number 20, You say, what do I do? How do I do it? How do I stay unmovable in this life? And I understand. You know, I I love that old song. It says, when the storms of life are raging, stand by me. Thank God he stands with us. Amen. When the storms of life are raging. Paul said in Acts chapter 20, in verse number 20, he said this. He said, and how I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly and from house to house. You say, how can I stand completely? How can I be unmovable? Give yourself completely to what God has for you. You know, to be a soldier like these men, I think it's got to be a calling. I say the same thing of a police officer. You know, to be a police officer, it truly is a calling To be a soldier is truly a calling. And you know what, Christian soldier, give yourself completely to it. Give yourself completely to it. Show what you believe. Stand for what's right. And thank God we still live in a country where we can stand for what's right. Be steadfast. Be unmovable. To every soldier who fought for the freedom of our country, we salute you today for being steadfast and unmovable. For every Christian soldier who's warred the warfare of the Lord, we salute you for standing steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Amen. Man, I'll tell you, a day like this just gets all my patriotic juice flowing. I'm so proud to be a Canadian. God, keep our land glorious and free. O Canada, we stand on guard for thee. Father, we thank you this morning for the opportunity to remember those who have fought, those who have served, those who have given their own lives for our freedom. Most of all, we thank you, God, for the Lord Jesus Christ, the greatest soldier of all time, who took his own cross to the top of the hill And set men free, for whosoever will may come. And Lord, I pray this morning, if there's one that does not know you as their personal Lord and Savior, that today would be the day of their salvation. We ask all these things in the name of our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.